Uh, is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, Hey, um, hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Uh, talking about rules, right? Or principles, if you're of that ilk. You don't like rules, but you'll follow principles. <laughs> That's fine. I've talked about that before. Call it what you want. Um, but ultimately, we have these structures. We have these frameworks. We have these non-negotiables. And I've got one more universal principle that I'm going to share with you in a couple of minutes. But I want you to think about rules that you may have in your company. You know, maybe there are some things that you insist that you do every single time. This is the way we win business. We add this element to our sales process or every prospect gets a physical gift in the mail or something like that. It can be anything. But if your company insists upon it, I want you to rally around that because it's probably uniquely a part of your company's fabric. That's important. Secondly, I want you to think about your personal must-have or must-nots, right? These are the things that I do every single time, or these are the things that I refuse to ever do. These are really boundaries, right? Are your principles boundaries? They should be. They could be. Um, but certainly your boundaries need to be your principles, but your principles don't always need to be your firm boundaries. Think about those things, Think about the things that you refuse to do. Think about the things that you always do. Those are going to guide your process. They're certainly going to guide your methods. And that leads me into really the last principle that I want to discuss in this section. And I've got a great episode coming up for you. I want to talk, you know, talk about that here uh, for a second before I end up closing. But this concept that was taught to me very early in my sales career, and it's something that I had to remind myself of from time to time because it's easy to lose sight of this principle, but it is always, always, always true. You lose business the same way you win business. You lose business the same way you win business. And, and I want you to think about how this applies. And I want you to think about how this might guide your selling, okay? I thought when I got started that selling and winning business and building trust and all that stuff was all about spending money. You got to spend money to make money, right? So let me buy people food. Let me take people to play golf. Let's go to dinner. Let me give nice boxes of fancy chocolate around the holidays to show my appreciation. Let me try to buy a little bit of affection. Then when I thought about how this rule applies, 
I thought about how silly that approach was. For instance, if I take someone out to dinner and the reason they end up buying from me is because I took them to dinner, well, then by that logic, as soon as someone took them to a nicer, more expensive meal, I was going to lose that business. So did I really win the business because I bought them dinner? Or did I win them business because of something else or win their business because of something else? Chances are, it's not that the dinner wasn't valuable. It's that the dinner was the arena for something else. The dinner was the arena for the conversation. Dinner was the reason or the arena for that discussion around their real motives. And so whereas I think a lot of salespeople get caught up in the tunnel vision of, I just have to get them out of the office. I just have to buy them something nice. I just have to give them a reason to pay attention to me. It's like, well, wait a second. What if you thought a little bit more intently about what would get their attention and went directly to that? Don't put roadblocks in front of yourself. If it was never about the dinner, then is the dinner necessary? How does that change the way you think about the way you approach people? Similar sentiment on price. Look, if they win, or if you win, rather, if, if they do business with you just because you have the lowest price, what does that say about how you're going to lose it? It means if someone beats you by a nickel... You're going to lose that business and you're always going to be afraid that you don't have the lowest price. That is not a place to be. When you enter a price war, that is a race to the bottom. That race to the bottom is one that I don't want to enter because the only thing worse than winning the race to the bottom is finishing second. Because then what happens is you show them how little you value your solution and then you don't win the business anyway. It's demoralizing. So is price an important consideration? Yes. Does price need to be a factor that you are aware of and that you are sensitive to? Yes. But you should always be working to justify a higher price, not worrying that you can't discount enough. Okay, let's test this from another angle. How difficult is it to sell at a higher price? Yeah, it's pretty stout. It's a tough challenge. But if you can do it, then someone's going to have to prove more value than you can prove in order to take that business away from you. You lose business the same way you win it. You win it the same way you will eventually lose it. Think about how hard you want it to be for your competitors to take business away from you. That should factor into how hard you work to earn it. Take a step back. Think about this. When you totally understand the buying motives of your prospect, when you totally understand the business case that this solution is going to help, when you totally understand the ins and outs of everything that your prospect is going through, and when you can tailor a solution to fit exactly what they need to get them exactly where they want to go, when you do something that no one else can do, so then you can make sales that no one else can make, it's really hard to ever lose that business. So again, lean into what makes you different. Lean into what makes you great. You never sell better than when you sell like you. This all ties together and it insulates that business so you can hold on to it. 
What ends up happening is you lose that business when you stop paying attention to those needs. You lose that business when you stop addressing new motives. You lose that business when you just lose touch with that customer. It's actually pretty easy to do, and it happens when sales reps make assumptions. But if you continue with empathy, if you don't make those assumptions, if you stay in touch and have regular conversations about expectations and whether or not they're being met, whether or not they're being exceeded, now that's how you hold on to it. You are, again, doing the things that other people will not or cannot do in order to take that business away from you. So think about how you're going to keep the business as you even move toward approaching winning it for the first time. You will lose business the same way you win it. Are you winning it the right way? Or are you winning it in a way that is unsustainable? Because there's always a fancier dinner and there's always a lower price. So think about what you're trying to accomplish. And again, hey, maybe a sale is a great way to get someone's attention or an introductory offer is a great way to get someone's attention so that you can have the arena to have that real value proposition discussion or really understand what their motives are and how you can help them. I'm not saying that those are bad entrees, but they cannot be totally relied upon because they don't pay you the big bucks to sell at a lower price. And just a bottomless blank check kind of expense account to go do all the entertaining and all the dining and have all the fun and everything um, is not only not a great way to win business, but it's also becoming less and less sustainable as companies are minding their balance sheets and there are regulations in a lot of industries that don't allow that. I learned this uh, lesson very early on in my career because right after I started, uh, I was basically told I'm not allowed to do that anymore. You can't bring lunch for the office anymore. That's against the rules, not just against the rules, but eventually against the law. And I love orange, but county orange is not something I want to be familiar with. So think about how you're approaching these deals. Think about what you are willing to do to win them. And think about how much insulation you can put between yourself and your competitors if you win them the right way, particularly in a way that no one else is willing to win them. That's the last rule that I want to give you in this section of season five of the program. Next week, you're going to hear from an all-time great, the king of sales himself, Jeffrey Gittimer. There's no one I would rather talk to about rules and principles. Uh, the Little Red Book of Selling, 12.5 Principles of Sales Greatness, uh, was a book that I read, I'm sorry, I, I bought five times before I read it because I'd get a couple more pages into it and I would give a copy to somebody and then I'd go buy another copy and I'd give them to somebody. Um, it, it's, a, it's a great conversation. Uh, I recorded it recently and I am excited to share it with you next week. So, um, thank you for being here. Thanks for spending the last 10 minutes or so with me. I hope you learned something and I hope you are thinking differently about how to approach your prospects. And I certainly hope and I believe that that will pay off for you in the long run. Talk to you again next week. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.